I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stores, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight, we're covering the Goblin of Northern Michigan. So, a little bit of backstory, or a little bit of a setup for why we're doing this particular creepypasta. Uh, our friends at the Drunk and the Ugly podcast are going to be kickstarting a game, if they haven't at the point of this uh, posting, this, this episode's posting, um, and it's called Goblin. That's G O B B L I N apostrophe. At Morgan Morrisnack. Gmail.com. And it's basically goblins uh, in a post-apocalyptic world, uh, and the shenanigans that erupt from that. We'll get more into that at the end of the show. So. I was ta- uh, we've, uh, I've kind of been helping them out a little bit with that one with the, with that uh, with the uh, uh, with play test it. We've been helping them out with play testing, and I we've been I was like uh, the other week I was like oh there's got to be like creepy passes about goblins, um, kind of like for like maybe a cross promotion thing we could do. And like basically the first one that came on the list uh, creepypasta.wiki, I was just like yes we need to do this one because <laughs> it literally like, the title alone is kind of just like what grabbed me. It's just the Goblin of Northern Michigan because it's Northern Michigan. Like it's not Detroit, but it's Northern Michigan. <laughs> Shout out to our Northern Michigan bros out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It just it, it just screamed to me. So I was just like yeah, we'll do this one. Fair um, so yeah, the Goblin of Northern Michigan is by or. Possibly by Lethal Pen, um, at least they're the ones that submitted on Creepypasta.wiki, so presumably they're the ones that also wrote the story. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, somebody get a hold of us, let us know so I can correct it in our descriptions, in the uh, description below. Uh, and basically, it's about this girl named Jill, or at least that's what she's calling herself for the uh, sake of the story, um, going up to northern Michigan to her grandmother Zelda's cottage. Um, out in, like, a rural part of, like, the woods and stuff like that and to get free lessons. And she's been doing this for about three years now uh, to get free violin lessons. Um, and while she's been, like, she's loved, like, the whole outdoorsy feel and stuff like that because she's been, like, basically a city person for, uh, for most of her life, she's always kind of had this, like, sense of dread or apprehension about being up there. And it only really ends when she leaves. And then it comes back in full force every year. So the third year is really when the story may, uh, like kind of escalates, is when uh, Zelda's cat, Beethoven, goes missing. So they, and they find that, like, they see that the cat must have gotten through a gaping hole that was clawed through with the screen of the window in Jill's bedroom. And so they go out, spend the whole day looking for Beethoven out in the woods. Uh, Zelda eventually gives up and goes back uh, to the house to, like, set, prep some tea and Jill keeps looking, and eventually she finds the cat, although there's some, like, weird discrepancies about it, like, there's a white <laughs> tuft of, like, fair, fur that wasn't there before, yeah. but maybe it's just something, like, got something caught on her or something like that, who knows. But the cat returns, 
And then for the for a couple of weeks um, ensuing that, the cat kind of disappears and comes back. Um, and it's it's odd because the cat wasn't an outdoor cat; it was an indoor cat for most mm-hmm. of its life. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't specifically say if he had claws still, right? Uh, he got new, yeah, yeah, he got that's, that's about the extent of it, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the cat um, comes back one time with a bloody face and like fur and uh, feathers and stuff like that, and. It's like now it's hunting, so it's like changed its complete attitudes completely changed from what it was originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, one of the times when it uh, sneaks out, uh, Jill decides to actually follow it, and they go out to uh, he tracks it, like goes down into the woods, loses sight of it, but finds this clearing where there are like these little structures made from bones and sticks and feathers and stuff, and finds a uh, a den or like a little like uh, burrow or something under uh, some tree roots. That has a bunch of like bodies that love decomposing animals and stuff like that, including a half-eaten black cat, Beethoven. Decomposing black cat. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's important. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I mean, they were all in, they were all in various stages of decay. Yeah. But um. So, but and no, no sooner does she discover this horrible uh, situation than she hears a noise behind her. She flips around and it's Beethoven. Yeah. Um. Kind of like freaking out, like it's arc, arced its back, and then she starts screaming, and that's when it transforms uh, bodily into this small humanoid creature that with like white fuzzy uh, fuzzy fur mm-hmm. all over its body, um, and that's when she basically gives it the the term like it's a goblin, um, and she drops her flashlight, gets chased through the woods by the thing, uh, manages to get to the cottage, uh, like lose it and get to the, into the cottage. Locks all the doors and windows, and basically just hides in her bedroom under the blanket while she hears a tapping at the window. Like, it's taunting her. Mm -hmm. Like, come out and play. Yeah, exactly. Let me in. (laughs) Um, So the next day, she basically just straight up tells Grandma Zelda she she wants to go home, and she basically just leaves. Like, just nopes right out of the whole situation. Um, Condemning her grandmother to death. Basically, um, I mean, yeah, I got notes. She on even that. admits that at the end. I, I got notes on that. Um, so what? But she even admits that at the end yeah, of the story. Yeah, she, like, she feels really shitty about yeah. the, whole, the whole thing. But yeah, yeah. I probably do my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, basically, she's never going back to the northern woods of Michigan again. Um, and that's the end of the story. Yes. Uh, basically, a girl finds a goblin creature and just nopes right out. Yep. Um, so. That's a way shorter and less interesting way to put it, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I liked I liked aspects of this story, and I like actually used uh, this story as inspiration for a playtest that we're going to be doing. Uh, we're, I'm going to post alongside this one onto our Patreon, mm-hmm. um, also to help out our friends over Drunk in the Ugly with their Kickstarter, and it will actually be going up for free on the Patreon so that people can check out the 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 playtest of the game. While also getting a kind of a, a taste for what we have to offer on our on our Patreon, yep. so it's kind of again cross promotional stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the the at least beginning or possibly continuing adventures of uh, was it Sparks and uh, Sarah Jealous? <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah, Sparks and Sarah Jealous the Goblins. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, more on that if you go to our Patreon. Um, but. Yeah, so this story itself, like, there's some good, there's definitely some, like, some good stuff here, there's some potential, but there are also a lot of issues, and we're going to get into that. So, 
I'm going to start off with a with a quote. All in all, it's quite a charm. Uh, it's quite and charming, fitting for the old lady whose only companion is her black tabby cat, Beethoven. And during recent summers, myself, who I will call Jill. Hmm. I feel like it should be was her black tabby cat, but that would sort of ruin the twist at the yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. Or hint at something amiss. Also, I throughout this entire story, I have later in my notes. But I'll bring it up now. Um, that it felt like the story was trying to be a past tense story, but there's a lot of present tense kind of popping up out here and there hmm. alongside the past tense stuff. So, like, hmm. basically, you got to sort out your past and present tense stuff. I guess, yeah. Um, like, I but think my it... note on that. Sorry. That's cool. Um, give me a second while I look it up. All right. Well, then the other thing in regards to the tabby. Um, it still is her only companion because, as far as she knows, it's still Beethoven. It's that's the only true, person yeah. there with her, even though it's a goblin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. This is like another example of it. it's like I haven't seen anything as horrible as what I found in a sm- in a small artificial clearing that night. It just like I don't know. If it, that was present tense, right? Or was I? Like, Wait, I haven't found. I haven't seen anything as horrible as what I found in a small artificial clearing that night. It's past. Is that past? Sounds like yeah. past to me. Found. Okay. Yeah. Found is past. Okay. Find is past. Um, Alright, it's just like, yeah, I'll go, I don't know, I just felt like there were spots, like, I don't know, like, I haven't kinda, seen. Found is kind of weird, because like, I could say like, I found my water. Right here, just now. Mm-hmm. It's not, I find my water. I think, my, <laughs> I think what, for me, like, it was, I haven't seen anything as horrible. Um, what like, would you say then? I don't know, it's like, I had, I hadn't seen Ah. Oh, have versus had. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, that's where... Yeah, that's where I'm yeah. going with that. Yeah, and it's just like, again, like, it's it's not as bad, it's not bad as, like, some of the stories you've done. Yeah, it's... But it's just, like, little things, it's like... And again, I know, like, if with past tense, like, you're recalling a story, and that's what this is. Mm. So you might be able to get away with, like, saying, like, uh, and uh, it was her cat beforehand, some of that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it just feels like you're recalling this, you shouldn't be using present tense. I guess, yeah. I mean, that's such a small... <coughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to... No, that's cool. Yeah. I, I understand what this means. Okay. It's not just, shut up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but, yeah, that's... It's such a small thing that, like, we didn't even notice it. So yeah. it's not really a problem. Yeah, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's really a grammar Nazism. For yes. Um, but uh, moving, moving right along... Um, Wow, that was like well, that was probably the only like the first. Oh yeah, that was really the first one. Okay. So you just said that um, I started thinking of the the moving right along song from yeah, the Muppets. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 moving right along. Footloose yeah. and fancy. Yeah, I, I was gonna start singing. So <laughs> yeah, all right. I know is moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, um, so we're going Hollywood. Hollywood. No, sorry. <laughs> um, next next quote is uh, my parents having decided that it would be much cheaper. Than hiring a professional tutor, and this is in regards to you know getting the violin lessons and that. Um, however, I think it should say my parents had decided that it would be cheaper than hiring a professional tutor. Is that another have? Yeah, it was yeah. like a having versus had. Like, but no, like it was my parents having decided that it was. Isn't haven't? That, oh, have having decided it would be much cheaper. I, I just, oh, yeah. like, again, this is, a lot, a lot of these initial notes are, like, I really didn't have a whole lot else to say, so I just started, like, basically editing <laughs> I guess, story. yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason that, 
we do this is yeah, to exactly. make it flow better and it's certainly how it's become make it English show. better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've never written that down. Okay. No, no, never. All right, uh, moving right along. Um, moving right along. Uh, I've said that my grandmother's place is beautiful and pure, but there's something more. Part of what overwhelmed me when I first visited the place was an innate sense of strangeness that I couldn't precisely pinpoint. So then, is it, it really isn't all that pure if you there was something strange like you were sensing as well about the place. <laughs> Like it means like maybe maybe just use a different word than pure like and I I don't know like it was well, it was yeah. beautiful and and like pastoral or something like that but yeah. even among like but like even despite that there was a strangeness yeah. or something it, like, no, I, like yeah the, and that's another issue I'm having with the story is that uh, this initial the the first like section of this there's a lot of contradictory wording yeah, yeah it, it's really? like. Uh, the it's, coffee table was so clean except for that coffee stain. No, but like in regards to the coffee table, like the whole thing is clean, but there's one spot, and just like with the the description of her area, like if you took a picture of it and gave it to someone, oh, that place looks nice and pure and happy. Yeah, I, I, yeah so I just like like the way the was, look of it is nice and pure, but there's something going on there that you could feel. Then it should have. I think I, I think maybe it just should have been like written a little bit differently, like not just use a but there or something more, like maybe like but despite this. Okay. Appearance, there was something deeper. I'll give you that, sure. Yes. So she, okay, so she's so she's freaking out, or she's, she's not getting all this sense of, uh, like, like unease and stuff like that, but she then goes into this quote, it was also new to, new, uh, it was also new to me, so I chalked it up to a simple form of dendrophobia. So I looked up dendrophobia, because I didn't really know what it was, but it's a fear of trees. Yeah. Just specifically a fear of trees. Yeah. So I won't speak badly about like somebody having that kind of fear and so that it is a real thing, um, but for the purpose of the story, come on, Grand Rapids, which is the city she, she's from, is not devoid of trees. But it's um, a city; you're not and, surrounded yeah, like, by are, I mean, masses are, of them. I mean, yeah, but there are parks. There are like trees on every street, yeah. basically. However, I feel, uh, and again, this is just again me really nitpicking in this part, but. Um, perhaps hylophobia, which is a fear of forests, or autophobia or agoraphobia, which are generally fears of isolation or like large or being in rural spot, uh, areas. I give you that because the fear of trees, like there's one tree there, that exactly. is yeah, a problem. Like, yeah, no, exactly. But like, because yeah. it just seems like I, I just feel like yeah, just it, it is a nitpick. I will full on accept that. But the reason we're doing nitpicks is because there's like it's actually yeah, solid. Yeah, so yeah, 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 like for the most part, like it's yeah. just small things in the story. So I'm just really just going through like an editing note. Yeah. Um, for some well, reason, I assumed that would be the right word, so I didn't even bother looking it up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, well, I, I I just never heard of that phobia before. And yeah. I had to check it out. Oh. I also yeah. now discovered that apparently the uh, uh, hylophobia is the fear of forests, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, I totally understand that because this tree attacked me the other day. Oh, did it? Yeah. I was chopping off one of its limbs and one of the uh, well, things mean, fell off and it, it hit was, me in the arm. Was I like, mean, damn you retaliating <laughs> against me. <laughs> to, to be fair... You take my arm, I'll take were, yours too. Exactly. Like, you were amputating its limb. Yeah. It was just defending itself. It's self-defense. How would you like if you were just standing there for like 10, 20 years and then suddenly... What the hell, man? <laughs> God damn it. Um, here's another quote. Uh, so when I left at the end of August, the unease died, d- uh, died down over the, uh, 
When I left at the end of August, the unease died down over the school year. But on my return in the following June, it came back just as strongly and lasted all through that summer, too. So, you love this place, and were said to leave the, the first two summers, but you have this nagging uneasiness about the place that lingers. Yeah. Because yeah. um, she's afraid of getting, trees. Yeah, I'm just getting mixed signals about this story. Like, again, this is, this is just another example of the whole, like, contradiction. Like, yeah. just, I, I, I understand that you're trying to, like, I love this place, like, there's something dark about oh. it. But, yeah, like, it's just, they're just trying to hammer it home, that there's something here. I, need, the, I don't know what it is, but it's bugging me. Well, for me, the story, like, the way they're hammering it home is just coming off as kind of contradictory. Well, so, that's the idea. Well, it's like, I know having an irrational fear of trees is, is irrational. And everything's fine, but still afraid. <laughs> like, that's just the way phobias are. Yeah. Like, so, arachnophobia yeah, no, no, is like, get, get that. that spider's not going to hurt me, but he's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's that lingering fear. I don't know, it's just like, it, it left me with some mixed signals at the beginning of the story. Um, and then, yeah, it goes on with um, basically the end of the first section, which is talking about her, uh, the first two... Uh, Years? The first two seasons, or summers. There and so that, and then goes into like the story isn't about the first two summers. This story is about the third and most recent summer, and the one which has convinced me to never return to those woods in northern Michigan, or in the very least, not the area surrounding my grandmother's eldest home, even at the cost of my free violin le- lessons. I'm determined to not go back again. Okay, so comment number one. I actually, I'm actually okay with the statement. And content, and the content we get at the start of the story to give us context for the story, mm-hmm. like that's cool. Like I'm, I'm fine with you. Like saying that, like, like giving us all this information about the the first two year, season summers, and then saying that the uh, that paragraph is like, we're not. It's like I'm not actually. Um, that's like the story actually isn't about this, but this is the context to that. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's actually pretty decently done. Um, just need some con- needs maybe need some. Uh, there's some spots where the where it's contradictory in its wording. Maybe you need to be fixed. Yeah, we'll, talk. we'll get into that yeah. later. Comment number two. Poor Grandmother Zelda. Jesus, what a heartless brat. Your granny is impossible danger, and all you care about is that your violin lessons won't be free. Jeez, some families. I mean, fictional or not. God. Most main <laughs> characters of these are idiots. That's just the way it is. Yeah, I know. I just In one way or another. Mm-hmm. It's like... Uh, not even at the cost of, of a free violin lesson. It's like, or my grandmother's life. But for violin lessons are, set, are, are are primary. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's like in Skinwalker when that the one story when the the college girl like helps her friend down to go to the bathroom because it's spooky and then just leaves him to die. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she didn't think there was anything wrong until she got. Yeah, but like in the okay, well we don't really need to open that wound again. But it's like. That guy needed your help to get down there. No, she, so he didn't you're wanting it. to help. He didn't need it. Like it, it's like it's like. Um, I, I mean, I've had instances at, the co- at my cottage where um, I've walked somebody like to their cottage, like down the road. I don't need to because it's, it's a perfectly safe like road. But then, like I just then I just like leave them. Okay, yeah, well, well, see, either way, we don't so need yeah, to open that sure. wound. Yeah, you yeah. heartless bastard! I know, they apparently. died. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just because there's a state penitentiary across the road that always has some, like, madman breaking out of it and, like, swimming across the, uh, to the island, 
<laughs> killing people on our island doesn't mean that the roads aren't safe. Exactly. <laughs> they hide in the bushes right next to the road. The roads exactly. are fine. Exactly. They pull you over the road. As long as you stay in the middle of the road, away from the bushes. Yeah. Like, there's always hands reaching it like this. Just go, don't go near them. Yeah, exactly. God. Like, you've got signs put up there. Yeah. For the exact reason. Anyway, um... Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, no, this one's another like uh, just like nitpicky thing. So here's the quote: uh, "I spent some time after my parents left questioning whether my grandmother ever felt uncomfortable alone in the woods." And then it goes on to say, uh, like, give, like, have like Grandma Zelda basically just say, like, uh, "Unfortunately, I was disappointed that, uh, about my grandmother's answer." But when I read that, I, it felt like you were mentally questioning that. Mm-hmm. Like her uncomfortable, like if she was ever uncomfortable in the woods, not actually questioning, and then like it goes on and just basically gives a Zelda's reply. So I just think I could have swore it, it said like I never thought about it until like because she felt it the first two years, and then she says like I never thought about asking her until now, but did. I did. She does that afterward, like or like she does that like right after this like uh, this this quote, and then because <clears throat> she was never apparently a questioning person. Yeah. Uh, but no, but she never actually she never actually mentions like says like that she asked her grandmother that question. Well, just because it's not directly said, like there's no, no know, dialogue doesn't mean it didn't happen. That that's that's also a thing to consider. Like it is like you can also just like read between the lines, kind of thing. Like I never thought to ask her, and then unfortunately, what I did her like her her answer was that she would she had never been uh, like never uh, had any mm. uncomfortableness, and in fact she stated unless oh man. What if Grandma Zelda? Grandma Zelda. What if Grandma Zelda was a goblin the whole time? Like it was even like because like like she's like hey, no, I've, never, I've never felt uncomfortable at the place. What are you talking about? <laughs> save that. Know. We'll save that twist for the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which I yeah I have actually comments about like that kind of stuff like have, possibly having a sequel or whatever, but um. Okay, yeah, this is actually something I really liked about it, um, this paragraph, uh, or this this last bit of a paragraph. Uh, I did enjoy uh, being outdoors. Or, uh, that. I did enjoy being outdoors there, I learned. And some of that old unease finally started to melt away the more uh, that I familiarized myself with the land. And then Beethoven disappeared. I just really like that like whole, like, everything's going to be okay, like, everything's getting better. And then they drop the... Uh, they drop something uh, bad happening. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 used a lot. In, it, it's used. It's a it's a very well used um, mechanic in in stories like this. Mm-hmm. And I just appreciate it being used here. Um, he sneaked out some. T- uh, him and like shortly at, right after that though, we get this one. Uh, he sneaked out sometime during the night through the screen window in my room. Neither my grandmother or myself knew until the morning. When I discovered the gaping hole clawed into it. Seriously? You, you you slept through a cat or something, clawing a cat-sized hole into the screen of your window? Yeah. Wish I was that deep a sleeper. Well, it's uh, not like the cat was going... <laughs> still, that clawing sound... Like, a, the sound of clawing through a mesh, like... A mesh is a wire. Yeah, you see later that the cat is, like, sneakily trying to get out, so he could be, like, sneakily doing the clawing, too. Like, sticking his claws and be going... <laughs> just pulling down... Maybe. Um, so he doesn't have to be vicious with it. I'm also not entirely convinced that uh, 
it wasn't the goblin that got into the house and grabbed the cat. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm thinking that might have been mm-hmm. more Probably. of Probably. And regardless, like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I sleep right through my alarms yeah. on my phone. And yeah, this is not quiet. That's true. Like, I mean, yeah. It's really just a level, like, like how, it, like, I'm not, like, I, I would wake up to that kind of a sound. But I may not wow. wake up to like a lighter sound than that. I don't know. Like, it's hard, like I know, like uh, like it. It really just depends on like the type of sleeper are. And again, it might be a mute point because and a nitpick because yeah. of that. Well, it honestly depends where you are in your sleep cycle. Yeah. Like, because if you're in that sweet range where the slightest noise can wake you up, you wake up. But if you're down into the REM sleep, and well, I guess REM sleep's more awake. Down into the delta waves or whatever. The deep called. sleep. The yeah. deep sleep. Yeah, you're. Yeah. It's a lot harder to wake up from that. Mm-hmm. And if you're wake woken up from that, then you're like, oh, why did you wake me? Yeah. That's how I was this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but um, would you say that it would be better in that section to say, considering I generally am a deep sleeper, I'm not surprised that it, I didn't get woken up from that. Yeah, like something like that, or like um, I, I usually wake up at the at the uh, the drop of a hat kind of thing. Like from from even the lightest noise, I'm surprised that didn't wake me. Just to, again, maybe add something like it's like oh, like there's something darker here, like or like maybe use some kind of like quick, like silent magic of some kind or something. Because really, it's gone. Like so, who knows? And it, it would give a little bit more credence to like this little, this weird creepy creature that's in the woods. It did say it was clawed at, right? It was yeah, gaping. Uh, Hang on a second. Uh, yeah, when I discovered the gaping hole clawed into it. Yeah, so it's not like the goblin has some special magic where it's like a magic suction cup with a circle laser. It does have, uh, it is later described as having like gnarled claws on yeah. its fingers and some of that. So, again, I, I was kind of thinking it was either the goblin that had gotten in and grabbed the cat mm-hmm. or if the cat had gotten in, like, been lured to get, to get out. Something I would have liked actually to see. Maybe not at that point, but later on. Maybe maybe after she gets back and um, she's hiding, she closes that, and just because she's freaking out, she closes the screen too, and she notices that the screen was actually torn from the outside in. Maybe. Instead of the inside out, because you would tell from the, the way it's torn. Yeah. So it could be like, oh shit! You know, that could have been um, a second chance to do another reveal. Yeah. That the cat didn't just normally leave. He was already the goblin at that point. That's a possibility. Or, like, if he was already the goblin, he would have clawed out. If he wasn't the goblin, the goblin would have clawed in to get him. Yeah, like, I, I think maybe she should have explained... Uh, I, I maybe give us even a little bit of that, like, hint of that. Like, for some... I thought it was strange, because the claw marks... Uh, like, it, it looked like it would, was clawed from the inside. Would you have noticed that immediately, though? Because if... Uh, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, because the first situation is like, shit, the cat got it. Go get him. Yeah. But later on, that's what I'm saying, like, after you're getting yeah. scared and running, closing all the shit, like, those are claw marks from the outside. Ah! Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, no, it's just like, I don't know. Um, like, it, I just... It, I liked the... I, uh, like, I didn't mind it. It was just like, ah... I don't know. Um, Either way, she was probably in deep sleep, or yeah, it was, yeah, a deep sleep. Yeah, my, my, my main mm-hmm. issue about that one was just that, like, I I would have I I could imagine myself like like waking up to that kind of noise of mm-hmm. like claw something like trying to get through a window screen. Um, Depending, because mm-hmm. I mean, like, even with our dogs, the cottage and some of that, like, we have screen we have a screen door, 
And I, we, we actually had to put a plexiglass onto the like attach plexiglass to the screen door because they were just like, yeah, like, and it was it was that kind of it was a loud rackety sound. So yeah, that's where I'm kind of coming from from my angle for that. So. I hear you. Yeah, again, again, it's open to interpretation because sometimes alarms don't can't wake me up. That's it's the true, same yeah. sort of deal. It yeah. depends on how you sleep. But if it was said that she's a deep sleeper, then there'd be no discrepancies. Yeah, moving right along. Uh, <laughs> actually, again, another one that I actually kind of liked. Um, all in all, oh. <laughs> I'll start my notes again. Okay. Uh, Beethoven would disappear into the into th- no, Beethoven would disappear into thin air every now and then. Always returning at nightfall with some grisly trophy, be it blood, a feather or two, or the paw of a squirrel or chipmunk. Once, he returned with an eerie tuft of black fur, the origin of which we couldn't place. It's a nice little creepy hint at that there's something amiss about Beethoven, even though we kind of suspect something, like we're starting to suspect something about Beethoven. You know what probably happened at that point? That's when the goblin <laughs> killed him. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. I kind of got the impression that like it it can transform into what it eats, or like it needs like like again like it, it may not be the case. Like it might just be like that it can transform and then it had, it just got it just got rid of Beethoven there. Like it finally like oh it's like oh shit uh, the cat's coming back <laughs> done and they yeah. got stuck with it. Um, but yeah, it was it was a nice little hint at like like that there's something like is it oh no wait was the tough of black fur the one where his like face was covered in blood and crap too no it was just like uh, when he'd come back he'd, he'd be start, he'd, like for the last couple of weeks he'd been coming back with like uh, stuff. Yeah, like bits of like bits of stuff like cause he was hunting mm-hmm. and then we, yeah we get this weird tough of black fur like I'm just wondering if cats. Beethoven actually got out and actually wanted to start hunting and then it got worse when the goblin took him over that could be it yeah or like the or, like, did it go out into the woods and then get, like, yeah, like, it might have just been that, like, the cat itself legit just got through the, uh, yeah. through the screen door and decided to change its mind, although... That is strange. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it could go either way. It could either be the goblin took it or the, the cat naturally, like, escaped and went into the woods and got eaten or killed. Yeah. And replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, body snatcher style. Um, and then we go on to my next part, which is a, another nitpick. Uh, eventually, I started to notice tints of dark redness on the leaves of ground-covered plants and a feather or tiny bone here and there. My breathing pastened along my, uh, alongside my heartbeat as the uneased, or as the uneased flowered. Mm-hmm. So, I feel the word you were looking for was my, my, breathing, my, yeah, my breathing hastened, because pastened doesn't exist as a word. Well... I, okay, I got a little stumbled up on that too, but I did. I brushed it off because it's essentially saying that my breathing escalated with the same um, speed that my heart rate was going. So the yeah, faster but, my heart rate pacing, was going, the faster. Yeah, it was but the at. word "pacing" doesn't exist. Like, so I think it was may, may have just been a typo or a spelling issue yeah. where, like, they meant to say "hastened" or something similar, and it uh, it just for some reason they typed in "paced." Or like, so it should be something simpler, like. It quickened along or the speed of my... Or even my breathing paced alongside my heartbeat as the unease flowered. Like, that could mm-hmm. have also been the case. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so it's just like, again, nitpicky grammar Nazism. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, yeah. I dropped my flashlight then, and I think that is... Uh, yeah. And I think that it's a good thing that... Uh, okay. I dropped Start. my flashlight then. Uh, 
I dropped my flashlight then, and I think that it... Okay, that's just also really spelled... That might be just written badly. Um, I dropped my flashlight then, and I think that it's a good thing that I did. Because I feel that that goblin wasn't able to see in the dark. Okay, first off, that, that there's a second that that needs to be removed. I just feel that middle section well, could have been done a lot better. I feel like, that that goblin... I mean, so that, that needs is, a comma or something. Yeah, it just needs a comma. Is it that that with no comma? Yeah. Oh, okay, needs comma. And then I think, like, I think that it's a good thing that I did. I don't, like, I, I can say that now, but it felt really clicky when I first read it. Um, and so, yeah, so apparently uh, it's a good thing it did because the goblin can't, uh, can't see in the dark. Why would you think that? Because. <laughs> it, it's been dwelling in these woods for who knows how long, hunting and scrounging. I mean, yes, it's a goblin, so they're not really during good the things, day. But but this is at night. Yep. Oh, like you mean like it, during the day? Sort of... It generally does stuff uh, because maybe. Beethoven I comes mean, back also, at nightfall. Generally, goblins are nocturnal. I mean, at least in mainstream stuff. Um, this isn't necessarily. Or, that. No, I know, and and this is definitely breaks the mold of the uh, goblin in, in particular. Does break the mold of mainstream stuff a lot. So maybe it is just another thing. I just again, I think the it could have just been like maybe. Uh, like maybe rather than like have the flashlight dropped and like oh it, it can't see very well also because you know like I using the flashlight you're kind of giving yourself away in the, uh, in the woods yeah that is described later and that is kind of a good thing but I feel maybe like if the flashlight fell and blinded the goblin that would have been a little bit more interest- a little bit more of a like a suitable focus. okay but also this is being told as a past experience. Yeah. So it's, in hindsight, I'm glad I dropped it because it might have helped me escape because later on you hear that when she's running away, she can hear it get close and then far away, close and far away. So it seems like it's kind of not really, it's kind of going by sound but not really fi- uh, finding her directly. Yeah, so maybe it did so find So based really on that knowledge of her running away, she's thinking that maybe me dropping my flashlight helped. Yeah, but the way it's, re- like, the way that first part is like, but, um, I'll say this. How about this? Um, it might have been easier if, when she gets back home, goes, "Okay, I'm kind of glad I draw my flashlight. Maybe that helped me get away." Yeah, no. Because yeah, after that know, information like, said, it's just, then it's mentioned that the flashlight being dropped might have helped like, instead well, of it being at the start. Well, she just says like that. I feel that the goblin wasn't able to see in the dark, and it's just like maybe add like. Maybe because the flashlight, um, like, maybe the flashlight uh, blinded it or something like that. I don't know. It's, again, a nitpick, um, as is a lot of my notes, because this one, yeah, there's just little things. Did you also notice that that sentence is a run-on sentence? Oh, yeah. And continues? Yeah, yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah, because I stopped it at a comma, yeah. <laughs> I must have thrown out my grammar Nazi sash, because I, I don't care about that anymore. <laughs> at least I didn't pick up any of this grammar Nazi stuff this time. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so it's just like, yeah, that kind of worked me a little bit, just because, I don't know, to me it wasn't... Really spelled out properly, or it was not spelled out properly. It wasn't like laid out properly. Laid out properly. I think it'd be better if it being said that it not being able to see might be the reason I got away. Yeah, like so when she gets in, like thank God I got away. Maybe me dropping it is the reason. And here's another, and actually here's something that again another uh, good point I liked about it. Uh, the only thing that I did was close the balcony door. T- yeah, the only thing I did 
The only thing that I did was close the balcony door tightly, shut and lock every window I could access, and laid down and shivered under the blanket of my bed while a, painful, while a painfully regular tapping commenced at my window and out of my sight. Mm-hmm. Again, just I, I like that part, that last part of just the goblin just taunting her. Yeah. It's like, let me in, Clarice. <laughs> let me in, Jill. Yeah, pretty much. Um... I informed my grandmother that I wished to leave. I couldn't give her a forward reason when she asked why, and to this day, I still feel awful for making her feel so hurt. You should! You may have doomed her! <laughs> like, just like my reply to that whole thing. And then right yeah. after that, it's like, I only pray that nothing comes to harm her, while regretfully understanding that if anything bad comes of the situation, it's more or less my fault. Do something! Help this... Like, like this is like this is a chance for a sequel of the story. Get some friends or trusted individuals and check on Grandma Zelda. Perhaps one wearing a green toque and is good with a sword. There. Mandatory Legend of Zelda comment done. Yeah. <laughs> Spent the entire story trying not to make a Zelda reference. <laughs> I forgot I was going to download the theme to Legend of Zelda. So you started... Uh, describing, uh, uh, oh, she goes to her grandma's eldest, and I start doing Zelda music. <laughs> I forgot to do that, though. Um, you can edit it in later. Yeah, no, or just not, because it's copyright. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I feel like there there were some, definitely some good points in this story, but also it needs some work. Uh, but not like, not, like, as bad as some stories we do. Like, it's really just small things. Um... I also feel that this would be this is good fodder. Like this, the end of the story would be good fodder for a sequel or spinoff story. Um, I mean, hell, I even used it as a person for that goblin game. Yeah. So like, there's potential here for this. Um, the goblin creature itself is interesting. Um, it kind of reminds me of a mugwai, or perhaps a woolly from the new RPG Goblin. Um, more on that in a second. Uh, you don't really see goblins as fuzzy and furry. They're usually in the mainstream. It's uh, like you know the scaly green little creature, like a gremlin, like kind of always see gremlins. But so it's a cool. It's nice to see a different iteration of, of other than the mainstream version of a goblin. I don't really see a gremlin like a goblin. I see a goblin like the World of Warcraft goblins, like no, yeah, but a short gremlin, green dude okay, with pointy uh, ears. It's the same. Like the gremlin and goblin are basically the same creature. Like, the gremlins kind of fit the same bill as the goblins from World of Warcraft. They're just a little bit more... The goblins in World of Warcraft are a little bit more human-looking. And intelligent. The gremlins are actually fairly intelligent. They're also really evil. Um, but, like, it, and it, it, again, it goes on, like, across all different types of, like, genre. Like, like again, large, pointy nose, green, big ears, small yeah. stature. Um, yeah, like, the, and so they actually have a goblin that's, like, a different type, but, like, still have some qualities of a goblin. And be termed a goblin like I still like that idea for this um also I I thought at the be- at the end of this I thought like I, I was like alright so what was the uh what was the motive like because we don't really see here, we don't really get a motive for the, why the goblin's doing all this stuff and then but thinking on it afterward it's a goblin it's pretty pretty easy to just assume that the goblin is doing this because it's a goblin and it's evil and it, they cause mischief it's what they do it's just hunting for food yeah, like I, I, like I was thinking that that would be a problem for me at the end of this. Like when I like gave asked that when I mentally gave me, myself that question, and I was like, no, like I'm actually kind of content with just like just thinking that it's just a creepy little goblin creature in the woods, mm-hmm. and it can shapeshift 
and like that's about it like yeah I don't need to like I for for the like just that I don't need to uh, I don't need to know any further about what the goblin schemes are it also seems to me that the story was trying to suggest that there was one goblin however while there are and there are definitely some cases in the story for me that I could like potentially be multiples uh, because there was multiple encounters with a white fuzzy uh, thing in throughout the story, uh, even when like she was chasing Beethoven or like trailing Beethoven out in the woods, like like whenever she lost sight of Beethoven, she'd suddenly see this white furry thing, like flash by or blurry thing flash by, and then she'd see Beethoven lay again, and which like I have a reason for, which like no, it's yeah, transforms, but like it didn't no. seem like the transformation was that. Nope. No. What I'm saying is at that point the cat literally just got out. No, 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 hang on, no, no, hang on, no, 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 just, uh, no, because, like, like, uh, like, this is when the, uh, goblin, uh, Beethoven, like, snuck out, and she decided to follow it this time, and while she was following, uh, goblin Beethoven out in the woods, whenever she lost sight of that, of, of that Beethoven, suddenly, there, and, like, occasionally she'd see a white fluff, uh, white blurry thing, not, because blurry. it's dark, everything's black. Beethoven's black. What stands out in the dark? White. He has a white spot on his back. I mean, so it's like, there's the black cat. He's gone. Where's the white spot? Because I can find him quick. There it is. Okay, there he is. I don't know. I don't. I don't really buy into that. Um, like, I, it, 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 it. It's the one thing that you would. It's a cat walking away from you. You would not see his eyes. Yeah. Black cat, middle of the night. The literally the only thing you'd be able to see for him is the white spot that was on his back. Okay, it just seemed like when it when it was saying that it was like, whenever she lost line of sight with Beethoven, she would catch this white blurry thing. Yes, because when she can't find it, you have to look for it. I don't know. It just seemed like there was enough. Like it, to me, like when I first read that, like I didn't see that. I heard like I basically thought that it was basically like whatever it was. Whenever she lost line of sight with it, it would transform and become the thing. That's not what I saw. Okay, well, but what I was two different originally things. talking about is when he first got out. Yeah, and she was. Um, Wait, was she chasing him? No, she doesn't. Like, no, like they went out into the woods for all, all day looking for Couldn't him. Couldn't find him, and they just sitting there. Yeah, and they just. Wait, showed did, up. didn't she see a white she blur did, first? Uh, at some point in like uh, like a couple of weeks prior to all these events, she did note that uh, she woke up one morning and went out to the porch and saw a white thing scurry by the on the beach. But by the time she like finally like kind of like shook her head and so that it had already jumped into the water. Yeah. So like that. Yeah, was, I'm mixing up my encounters, I believe. Yeah. That's what I was, what I was kind of trying to stop it to try and clarify yeah. what I was thinking there. Um, so, and again, it's just a, kind of a, a theory. I also like the fact that there are like multiple structures in that little clearing, not just like one structure. Mm-hmm. And we're not really, it's not really said that they're actually like built like houses or anything like that. They're more, they're like they call caves. them shrines. So like, like structures yeah. like shrines. And it's like, so it's like, that's not really like some, a home for a goblin, I don't think. No, but there the was like is. a cave. Yeah, yeah, the den is. Um, so yeah, and again, like, it, it, it does kind of more suggest in the story that it, it was just one goblin, but it just, like, there was so if you think of it a different way, there, there is some potential that there could have been multiples. There could have been ten there. There could yeah, have exactly. been a, a woodpecker in the tree that's a goblin. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but we don't actually see that, but, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, like, for, it was just something I was hypothesizing after the fact. Yeah. Um, and then also I feel if no sequel is going to happen or, like, spin-off kind of thing to the story, um... Then maybe the ending should have had a hint that uh, the the food chain had been bumped up, 
and that Grandma Zelda uh, like maybe called them to ask about like oh you coming are you gonna come this summer or like maybe they had a short visit with her like even against her protests and that encounter basically like showed that she was acting weird as if she was not longer no longer Grandma Zelda like just again like have it like have like the 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 ending for this like if you're not gonna do a sequel like where like you try to rescue Zelda uh, like or like find out what happened to Grandma Zelda or something maybe leave it off with like um. The other reason I won't go back to Grandma Zelda's place is because uh, we got a phone call from her saying that she would be delighted to have me come over again. Um, but and then like in that conversation, have something weird like kind of sh- that like kind of show tells the uh, that there is something wrong with Grandma Zelda, or that the goblin there's something uh, that the goblin has basically subsumed subsumed uh, Grandma Zelda's uh, uh, existence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just an idea to like kind of make this a little bit more horror-y or like darker at the end. Um, but again, there's already a kid getting murdered. Is that not dark enough for you? No. <laughs> you heartless bastard. <laughs> I think we've already established that uh, in this episode. Uh, but yeah, it's just like I don't know. It's just like add, add that extra like darkness because like I feel like that could have gone a little darker. Just my personal opinion on it. So, but that's my thoughts on it. So, Mikey, you said for you. Alright, um, the first thought, based off of the, uh, name of the pasta, yeah. and sort of the time frame, it's summertime in northern Michigan, drinking whiskey out of a bottle, and, uh, you know, smoking funny things, and singing Sweet Home Alabama all summer long. Pretty much. Yeah, just on violin, no. Yeah. <laughs> does that does that song have anything to do with Northern Michigan? Yeah, summertime in Northern Michigan. Hence why he said oh, that. Okay, oh, no, Which I, one I, the lyrics? I, 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 I no, like you said that. I was like, okay, and I was trying to recall because I I don't recall that part of the song. Yeah. There's whiskey in the bottle, drinking that tomorrow. <laughs> but I don't remember the first part with, yeah. with, with Michigan. Yeah. Okay, that, that's actually it's like ninety percent of the songs were like you know some words but not all of them until you look them up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's that's funny. I like that. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Um. So when I initially read the story, it was on my phone, and. I realized that when I read stories on my phone, I miss a lot of the grammar Nazi stuff. Yeah. Because it's all condensed and you don't necessarily see where one sentence begins and one sentence ends. But I found one run-on sentence when I was initially looking. Was the one that I brought up or... No, it was a different one. Okay. Because the one that you initially brought up is in my notes. Because I I specifically went searching afterward to try and find that one run-on sentence... Couldn't find it for the life of me, but I found three others. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, like, okay, so when I, I read this, like, I think two or three weeks from, uh, like, about two weeks ago, like, from this recording, yeah. and then I, I was like, oh, I was like, okay, so we're going to do this one this week. Man, I do not remember there being that much issues with this story. I don't know if I'm going to be fine. And then I, started re- I, then I reread it, like, last night to get my notes and stuff for this. I was like, all right, this is what I'm... Basically, like, the first, like, page of this of the story has most of my notes because I was basically like editing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Alright, so the run-on sentences that I found uh, minus the one that you had earlier because you already touched on that was 
My grandma was already asleep, and I had just finished my violin solo when Beethoven crept stealthily through the open door and strolled past me before effortlessly descending the steps to the ground and seemingly being absorbed into the woods in my sight. Jesus. (laughs) Also, how do you sleep when somebody's playing a violin solo? (laughs) Was she maybe playing it outside? She was. She was, but it's still loud. It depends on the insulation of the house. Like, I mean... This room's fairly well insulated. Like I, yeah, like I wouldn't know. You, you like, sat I wouldn't, I would, down, I, down I, here all the time, and nothing, no one hears yeah. that. I barely notice like when people like open the door or like, or, like come inside into yeah. the house. Like, no. yeah. But this is also a cabin in the woods, essentially. Yeah. I'm, but what are you saying? Are you saying that like cabins <laughs> aren't allowed to have like uh, like modern uh, conveniences? Like uh, I'm like saying, insulation? cabins are typically <laughs> old. That's like just, the inhabitants. <laughs> She's like 40. <laughs> nice callback. You're welcome. <laughs> Alright. Next one on sentence. Deep breath. Just when I thought I'd finally caught up with Beethoven... I stumbled upon something infinitely worse. It was an area where whatever miscellaneous leaves and plants that had covered the ground had been swept away, and the soil had been deliberately flattened. (sighs) Jeez. I think when I read this, I just read all commas as periods and just, like, screw it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so it's just... I'm surprised that you guys are finding these, because I'm like, I read it totally fine. Yeah, well, and I read it totally fine, but then when I went searching, because I know I'd found one, yeah. and then I couldn't find it again, <laughs> but, yeah. but I found others, it's like, wow. Okay. <sighs> Need a breather. <laughs> <After that. laughs> Alright. So, I'm going to jump past the story. And go into the comments for a second. Oh, yeah, I never did the comments, yeah. There's only two comments. Yeah, there's only two. But I really agree with the first one. Okay. Which which was as soon as Zelda is mentioned. Yeah, no, I know. It just became laughable because... Like, Zelda's an actual name. Like, yeah, Zelda is an actual name, but because of, because of its, its culture and because of its influence in, like... If you're I mean, a gamer, like, you it's... Realize that, like, you realize that, like, because I mean, not, like, aside from, like, Legend of Zelda, which is the obvious one, yeah. um, Sabrina's aunts, Zelda and Hilda. Yeah, but which, they're not main characters. No, but, I, you know, it's funny, actually, and this is a little bit aside, in uh, Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds, mm-hmm. the, the inverted, or the parallel for Zelda in the other world is Hilda. Kind of a yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, no, like legit, like like I, again, like I know, like like and like Robin Williams's daughter is named Zelda. Like that's yeah, another Zelda but, I know. But she, but he also named her for the for the game. So yeah, <laughs> but Zelda is an old timey name. Yeah, it's an old. It's and an she's old, a grandmother. Uh, it's an old like. Um, I don't know if it's Danish or like like kind of, like, it kind of. I think it's like a like a like a Germanic kind of name. But it's, it's like an older European name. Yeah, it is. Um, so, but it, yeah, it, it it definitely matches like for being for a grandmother living out there. Yeah. But it's just like also whenever she kept she always call it grandmother Zelda, not grandma Zelda, or or like 
Nana Zelda or something mm-hmm. like that, or just Grandma. Like she always called it Grandmother Zelda. Well, a lot of the no, time. she says my grandma. Oh, does she? Okay, yeah. I have notes on that. Well, okay. Well, most of the time, like I don't like. I thought most of the time, though, it seemed like she was just constantly calling her grandmother Zelda. <laughs> and I mean, that's her name, like obviously. But and maybe I'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's other. There's, also, with on that on that angle, uh, like there are other like people like name like give their their grandparents uh, like names like that all the time, like Grandma Nona. Um, mm. uh, there are other ones I'm, I'm literally blanking right now but I know there are other ones either way I don't think the name Zelda is a problem I, like, uh, I, I agree to a point with yeah. the commenter but it, it didn't make it laughable to me wow. it's just for me being a gamer I read Grandma Zelda and like okay is this in medieval times because I'm thinking of Zelda yeah, yeah. Uh, the adventure of Zelda so yeah and like yeah, like for, as soon as I saw Zelda it's like okay Push that Zelda, that Legend of Zelda reference out of my head as far as what my as long as oh, possible. I embraced it. Huh? I literally saw her as an elderly Zelda the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's where, because of the whole Zelda thing, my mind sort of took this journey in a different direction. Okay. Where it is Zelda. From Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. and then she moved to North Michigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Link is actually the goblin. He was transformed into a goblin at some point. You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he basically becomes a book goblin, essentially the white. Oh, book goblin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, first thing, like, and then he basically kills the cat to create a cat mask so that he can turn into the cat like in Majora's Mask where he... are, are we legit is, are, are we trying to make this a sequel to, to Ben Brown? That's what I'm getting from here. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Make your dreams come true. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> yes, the audience, we actually did the, the whole, like... You have to do the stupid, like, the crane, like, hand coming in and picking up Thank the you, thing that you want to do. <laughs> Thank you, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, it's just, like, yeah, like, I, I know, oh my god. Like, it just shows how, like, ingrained in our, like, in our minds, and I guess in, like, to a degree, in, in gaming culture and so that, like, Legend of Zelda is, that, like, oh, yeah. you really can't use the word, the name Zelda without going mm-hmm. that direction. It's like yeah. me, if I read something, his name was Ryu, first thing I'd be doing is, Adoka! Yeah. You know, that's all I could think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same sort of thing, so. That yeah. being said, there's so many names that are or taken like, up like that. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, there's just so many. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't look at Jeff the same way again. Why? Because of Jeff the Killer? Stop yeah. mentioning Jeff the Killer in everything! <laughs> Just go marry him, okay? Jeez! No. <laughs> like, I think a lot of the episodes that we've been looking at for our, our new series, um, you mentioned Jeff the Killer all the time. At least back then you did. It's because he was, like, <clears throat> he was everywhere back in that time. Like, he was, like, when you thought, when people think creepypasta... At least back then, when we started doing the show, like it, Jeff the Killer came. It was literally second or third uh, top creepy pastas on lists. It was ridiculous. Still, I don't know. <clears throat> we're we're yeah. jumping anyway, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah we are, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Back to Mikey's notes. Go. Yes. So, so continuing on uh, the whole Zelda thing. Yes. Uh, 
I envisioned a conversation between Jill and Zelda that that just made me laugh. Okay. And it was, uh, Grandmama, please tell me about Grandpappy Link. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe that's what she needs going back, because she always has awesome stories. As well as free violin lessons. Yeah. (laughs) Would have been better if it was a harp. Because yeah. that was the that was the the, the item that yeah. was the uh, instrument that Zelda was known for. Well, sheik lessons. Sheik was. Well, no, there are, even in the other uh, in other games and stuff that um, yeah. Zelda would use a harp. Oh. Yeah. And then Zelda would say something about uh, how they decided to settle down and have a family, but that wasn't enough for Link, and he wanted to continue adventuring. So he went. To... So he went on one last adventure and never returned. Thus, because he became a Bokoblin. Yes. Wow. (laughs) What a revelation! (laughs) And then, he probably went back and found Zelda again, but was rejected because, I mean... He's a goblin. Yeah. So, by becoming the cat, he's able to get close to the one he loves. So it's a love story. Aww. That's you adorable. This, you made this kind of story, this 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 uh, spooky story, kind of touching. I don't like it. <laughs> we just undo what you said. <laughs> you, you should make it. <laughs> hey, welcome to Into Rigor Mix. Okay. Anyway, hello. <laughs> yeah. So that was my uh, main thoughts there, and. Uh, they could have added touches like a, a hillian shield mixed in with the goblin stuff. And... <laughs> oh my god. Would that ruin it though? It would. It would. <laughs> I was like, that is recording, right? I would hope so. But yeah, it's just. Okay. Me being crazy. Yeah, you being silly. Which, <laughs> weird. We, we are. like It's not like we're critically silly up in no, the show. No, never. At all. Never. <laughs> And then my last comment is that there's something else I wanted to comment on after reading it the first time, but then I couldn't find it after I tried rereading it, so it's lost forever in the space time continuum. Good talk. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool, bro. All right. So, I suppose it's my turn. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, so the first note I have is in regards to her calling herself Jill. Yeah. Um,. So there's a few things. If you call yourself Jill, what's your actual name and why are you hiding it from people? Um, <laughs> like, no, I don't mean the writer's name. I mean the character's name. No, it's yeah, like, no, I'll call no, myself I, I, Jill. I get, I get you. Well, I mean, again, like the character themselves is it, like in this narrative, we're not supposed to say think that it's the author. We're supposed to think that it's, it's this character. I understand that, but the way that it's written, it almost sounds like the character is hiding their real name because she says, well, "I'll again, call myself it's, Jill." It's, it's one of the. Uh, that's actually one of the issues I have again with the, with the beginning of the story. Is like. It seems. I guess I'll call myself Jill, or like, um, it was kind of. It was. It was quaint. Yet the. Yet this. And it was like, just straight up say, yeah. you're Jill, or uh, that this it, is this. And like, like because don't be so like willy nilly about it. Like because that. that happened, I expected down the road that she would stumble into the goblin's base, and he had like a computer hooked up. So like so. <laughs> Sorry. So like he could potentially find her. If he actually, if she actually puts her real name in the creepy pasta, yeah, no, I, like oh, it's kind of silly. I mean, like again, creepy pasta isn't something that like 
there, there is definitely the narrative of like, oh, I'm trying to keep my uh, like the people like the names like uh, different so that to protect people, but like, so is Zelda not? So is your grandmother's name not Zelda? Probably not. Because like, it seems like well, because it seems like it, like the, we have no like we have no things like oh I'll call my grandmother's name exactly Zelda. like it yeah, just says like, my oh, grandma yeah. Zelda that's her name, but. She doesn't say so her you're name. You're willing to hide your name, but you're again. This woman, this girl's a brat. As I'll a say this as a character, not as the author, but the character itself yeah. is a very brat-like in, and, its, mm-hmm. in their nature. And I'll say this: yes, it's kind of weird how it's said, but I'm still, but still, I'm saying thank you for not being a narrator, man, woman, because I hate it when just the character is narrator, man. In this case, oh yeah, in when, this when, case, it's a woman, so it's yeah, a narrator, man, when, woman. When we when we basically just like, oh, it's spooky Steve or it's yeah. spooky S- Stephanie. <laughs> No, it's a narrator man to me. Yeah, yep, a yep, narrator man yep. woman. Yeah, and if it's a boy, like a kid, it's narrator man boy. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> man boy. Or if it's a girl, man, uh, man girl. And then eventually, when like it's a dog, like, man when, dog. When, there's, when there's a monster, it's like man bear pig. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Narrator man bear pig. Okay. No. Keep, keep going. <laughs> if the narrator is ever a, a bear pig, I'll be so happy because it'll be narrator man bear man bear pig. <laughs> you heard the, you heard it here, folks. You gotta you gotta come up with that creepypasta where the narration is being done by a bear, bear pig. pig. Yeah. Yes, please do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the way that I rewrote it, at the end of the the uh, paragraph where it's starting to mention, it says, And during recent summers, myself, then I would go, period. And then the start of the next one, my name is Jill, and I began to visit my grandmother, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Because then yeah, there's again, no weirdness to you, that. Yeah, ex- exactly. And that's, that's what I was trying to get across in my notes, is that it's really just minor editing. Like, just like, mm-hmm. like little things need to be fixed, but otherwise, like, that's, that's really the, the core of the issues. Yeah. So, and the other thing is, after I read the entire story, that's the only time she ever uses her name or anyone else uses her name. Yeah. So, even though I appreciate that it's not narrator man woman, it's almost pointless to name them. It's just because no one talks to the character, so that name isn't being used. Yeah, it might as well just be an unnamed protagonist. Yeah. As much as we hate when they do that, like give it a point. Yeah, well. mm-hmm. name them and have at least one conversation where they're talking to people. Like, or... oh, Jill, it's so happy that you could. Uh, yeah, help me. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, this isn't written as a script. No, you know, like for a movie where this person says this, one like, person says that. You can still recall what somebody said to you. Like, you don't have to like. Yeah, but it's generalized. It's not like a retelling or, of exactly yeah, what like, happened. Or as the tap, the rhythmic tapping of the window, and then I could hear, slow, I could hear a raspy voice like. Let me in, Jill. Yeah. Let me in. Yeah, there's there's ways to enhance creepiness and yeah. to do things like that. So, next point. Um, I think this was like third paragraph in, and I started the Grandmother Zelda counter. And okay. the Grandmother counter. So there are five instances where she says Grandmother Zelda, and okay. ten instances where she just says Grandmother. And just for some, for, uh, for some context to that... This this story is just over four or just over three paragraph uh, three pages long on Google Docs. Like it is like I think two or three lines onto the fourth page. So three page just over three pages and fifteen uses fifteen of uses grandmother of, total, but five Zelda ones. Yeah, but the the reason that it was annoying is because in the first four paragraphs. There are three instances of Grandmother Zelda and one instance of Grandmother. So it's just kind of like, Grandmother Zelda, Grandmother Zelda, Grandmother, Grandmother Zelda. Like, it's it's too... Too much, too frequently yeah. used, yeah. It's like you say, this is my grandmother, her name is Zelda, or whatever. But yeah. it's it's weird that her name is repeated so much, but Jill's isn't. 
Mm-hmm. Like, she used the hell out of Grandmother Zelda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Um... <clears throat> Alright, now a quote here. Although something was markedly different about his sleek, sleek black coat, we're talking about the cat, yeah. perhaps a touch of white that I hadn't noticed before, it wasn't readily placeable. But I cast it aside in my relief that she found the cat. So she's been going to see your grandmother Zola uh, for three years straight. And, and she's I'm sure that... I'm sure that... Um, Jill has seen her grandmother occasionally before that as well. So she knows her, she knows her cat. So she would know if the cat had white fur on it or not. Yeah, it's, like, she, It seems like, I guess it had white fur, I don't know. I, I think, don't remember. I, like, again, like, my, the way I would have done that is, like, it's maybe he got something stuck, like, maybe some, like, some, some kind of, like, white stuff on his, on his, on his, uh, his fur. Mm-hmm. Because again, like my cats or my dogs, like I uh, like you don't have they, cats. Well, we had cats, but like my pets, when they've come back from like being outside for a little bit, sometimes they'll have like uh, like like some discol- like something that like, got on their fur, yeah, uh, like a discoloration. Sometimes they've had like white like patch or something like that, but just like some kind of uh, like liquid or something. Yep. Why is Mikey la- uh, like dying of laughter here? The, Are you okay. The the Pepe Le Pew skunk line. God damn it. <laughs> Totally what happens. But yeah, I, I just felt this weird because she would know this cat. So it'd be like, it's weird that it says perhaps a touch of white that I hadn't noticed before. Yeah. But how could you not notice when you've been going there three years consistently all summer and you knew the cat prior? You would uh, know I, yeah, that like, cat. Exactly. Like, oh, so, it, like, so it should be like, but as I found him, there's a white spot on that I know was not there before. It's like, what the heck is that? Yeah. You know, it's it's too it's um nonchalant. Yeah. Yeah. Just like oh like here's a here's a here's a hint of that something's wrong. But, but anyways, yeah. moving on. This is here because of reasons. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> that sweet B roll. Oh yeah. I'm expecting to see like ten clips. Let's just say nose blow one, nose blow two, like saved on your computer. I'm just gonna make do a remix. Yeah, like the sick remix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this remix is sick. It's like all oh, your sick sounds and coughs. Oh god, nose blow. <laughs> 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 anyway, add some bass beat to it. <laughs> no, that's your coughs just repeatedly. Anyway, we're mad love. Um, so when she's um, when the cat's about to sneak off and. She was going to chase after it, or sneak after it, I guess. The quote is, My grandma was already asleep, and I just finished my violin solo. It's always a violin solo when you're playing by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a drum solo, for example, when you're in a band, and everyone's playing different musics, and then drum solo. It's just the drums. But if you're playing violin solo, it's always a solo. So it's weird like, that you finished, mentioned it specifically. When I finished my violin... Practice. Practice, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that one yeah. worked, too. Yeah. It's almost like... There's other people there. It's like, hang on, violin solo. You know? Well, uh, clearly her grandma was... Uh, sleeping. Sleepwalking <laughs> and sleep playing the violin sometimes. Ah, clearly. So she had to specify that she was fully asleep and that she was doing a solo. I see. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Clearly. I'm sure that happened. 
Alright, now, this is at the reveal of the Goblin. This is where I have one of my problems with this, actually. Okay. Here's a quote. I watched that single white spot in his fur overtake his whole shrinking body until he was a pure white ball of fuzz. That wasn't all, though. It had tiny limbs with smaller jagged nails and an unmistakably human face, however scaled down and distorted. So the small white spot of fur yeah. that's on the cat stayed the same size, and all the normal black cat parts shrunk down into the white spot of fur, which then grew arms, legs, and a human-like see, face. Okay. So it's the size of a water bottle? You, no, see, the way I, just, the way I like, read that, or the way I envisioned that, was that the white itself basically took over the rest of the fur. Like, all the fur suddenly went, became white. And then it shrunk down. It, it, it was changing. Like it, it was here. You were hearing popping and sound like as it was like changing, like bodily. So like the way I, I'm just I'm just saying the way oh, my, my, my way I interpreted it was that like that one that white uh, spot basically started growing. Uh, like basically all the the fur suddenly became that white like that that white fur, and then it shrunk down to fit that size or to be the size of the goblin, and suddenly like hands pop, like, arms and legs popped out. And like the head. That's the way I interpreted it. For me, I saw it the same size as your mic. <laughs> That's the size of the goblin, because it's a white spot of fur, and it specifically says uh, the white spot of fur overtook his whole shrinking body. Shrinking. So the spot of fur is there, and then his body is shrinking into it. Yeah. But I, then it just spot, but, pops a head and legs and arms and goes... <laughs> yeah. But the... <laughs> The white is... <laughs> That's the exact sound it made. The, the white is overtaking. Yeah, overtaking the, the other... It so says shrinking. So, so the white spot is growing while the body is shrinking. To, to the actual goblin size. I, I will give you His this. whole shrinking body. Yeah, the whole body is <coughs> shrinking, but the white is growing. Because it's overtaking the rest yeah, of it. Like I, like but I it doesn't that. say that. But it just said overtake. Overtakes the the, the well. Body. I, it overtakes I it because this. this part doesn't ch- change in size. The cat does. So eventually, this part that shrinks is overtaken by the si- the part that isn't moving. That's what I envisioned. Okay. So to me, the goblin's that size. I will give you this. Um, we don't actually ever get a size, like yes. a, a comparison, except for that apparently it's smaller than a cat. Which a cat? I mean, again, that's another like, thing. That's the other thing. Yeah, we don't know how big the cat is. Mm-hmm. Either it way, may, it's a it, cat. It's it not a cougar. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, I mean, that doesn't matter. Like, I've seen cats that are about two or three feet long. Doesn't um, matter. It's still tiny. Yeah, but I'm still like two or three feet long. So, like, it could, like, uh, again, we just we need we sh- maybe should have had some kind of context like thrown in to give us a size comparison. Because wow. again, like like you say, like suddenly this goblin really isn't that threatening if it's the size of like a water bottle. Yeah, yeah. it's like just kick like, the mic stand over. That's him. <laughs> yeah. Like. My problem with it is just it's not just dis- it's one of the few things that isn't described very well. Yeah. Like there's a lot of everything words else, being thrown around. Described on this goblin, like we know what this goblin looks like. It's just the size is like he could be this high or that high. I don't Although, know. And now I'm wondering, like, is it is it actually just are we basically just getting an evil version of a mugwai? <laughs> no, <laughs> we're getting a critter. God damn it! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yep, uh, this. If you don't know what we're talking about, folks. Google Critters t- uh, Critters films from the 1980s. Yep. Um, God yeah, damn excellent. you. They have the crates. <laughs> so really, what we're getting at is that this is a sequel to the, st- to the movies Critters, and that it's really just this alien creature that's a crate. 
that can <laughs> shapeshift? Because reasons. Well, you know what? That's actually would that would actually ex- extend the uh, expand the universe of critters if the mm-hmm. critters can also now transform into what they eat. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> really, revelation. <laughs> Do you do that like every yes. <laughs> every revelation? Oh or we know that the critters are space-faring entities, so yeah. they just grab the technology from the bounty hunters to shape change. Yeah, it's Og. <laughs> oh my! This God. is what it became. <laughs> right, now we're gonna more. have to do. Now we're gonna have to do a. Uh, uh, I'll then take Rigorous Goes to the Movies episode of us doing the Critters show. <sighs> Can't believe it's a bad guy. <laughs> can't fucking believe it. Uh, we'll get into that in joke in that episode. So. Yes. But anyway, um, right also, are you not, are you legitimately telling me that it's aliens? Yes. <laughs> yep. I mean, what else could it be? At least it's not sleep paralysis. Yep. Or is it? She was yeah, sleeping. On, she couldn't she do was, anything. She was sleeping on the porch. Or was it? No, she wasn't. No, was she? Oh, uh, okay. Maybe I, maybe I was. Her grandma was sleeping. Maybe I was sleeping inside. Yeah. With, with sleep paralysis. Uh, oh, okay. Anyways, we're going way too deep. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. Okay. So either awesome. way, long story short. They should have said that the we needed the, the the cat size was growing and the white spot was growing along with it that was overtaking the black fur of the cat. Doesn't that sound like the thing to, is growing in size and the white is overtaking I, the black? I I, dis, I I disagree with the uh, with you saying that it has to change. I think that what needs to change is that we need to get a size of the goblin because as it is stated, like. We don't really get a, a decent like comparison of what the size of the goblin is and why it's so threatening to our pr- protagonist, aside from just being a horrible monster yeah. or from being a, a strange monster. But um, yeah, because like me and Mikey both agree, like like both like kind of like are on the same page with like the when like it, it was described well enough for us that the white fur basically just uh, assumed the rest of the fur. Not, Not that it, I, I, I would have personally liked to hear it that the. The, the cat started mutating and growing, but as he grew, the white f- spot on his back spread to the rest of his body. And by the time he transformed, his head pops out. He was up to my waist. Yeah, no, that then, would, that you would, know, I will, I will say that that would be a better description. Than then that. for idiots like me, everything is just there's the facts. There you go. There's there's no um, assumptions to be made. There's your facts. Basically, stop being so damn subtle. Yeah, pretty much. But, going into that as well, my next note, here's a, here's a very small quote. It was a goblin. Yeah. Right? How could you possibly know that it's a goblin? Okay, no, no. Well, I mean, to be fair, like... No goblins look like that! To be fair, like... First off, it's uh, like, I mean... What else are you going to call it? <laughs> I dare you right now to come up with like like when you when you think of that description, what comes to mind? Like first thing that comes to mind. Um, it's like a little tiny Sasquatch that's a druid because he can shape shift. That's not a goblin. Honestly, like for me, like it, it's a shape shifting bigfoot. I mean, like small foot because he's small. <laughs> <laughs> 
druidic small foot. There you go. <laughs> um, it, it was like an inverted Bigfoot. <laughs> you had tiny feet. <laughs> or like, I don't know, like, honestly, like, the other one I keep coming up to is Mogwai. Like, the Mogwai, it, it, it just seems like a more, like, yeah. creepy version of Mogwai. Or Critter. Yeah. Or, because or Christ, this, sorry. Because yeah. this is a newer, like, it's, it's set in modern-ish times at least. So... Yeah, like if, last the, years. if the um, narrator, sorry, I shouldn't call her narrator, man, woman. If Jill um, said that it looked kind of like a critter or a um, a, a gremlin, or like the, the the thing that becomes a gremlin, like the mugwai. Yeah, there's like, so many more things that look. It looks more like than a goblin to me. But again, like another, another thing is like goblin, like can be used as a term for like little like creepy little creature. Like like that's actually like. I think I, I do recall that like it, it has been like I've seen I've heard it used as like a slang for like a creepy little creature or monster like the little goblin thing. Like, well, okay, so, but it's it's kind of too matter of factly. It's like I know exactly what this is. It's a goblin. Well, we're also we're also getting this from like she may not have thought of that immediately. Like she may have like basically like put that in like while she was basically recalling the story. Yeah, but even when you're recalling the story. Personally, I'd be thinking, like, I have no idea what that is, but it was, like, a goblin or a, uh, or, or a critter or, or a... Like, only now do I kind of think, uh, like, the only, only now do I, can I put a name to what I, to what I saw uh, that night. I believe it was a goblin. Yeah. Like... I, I, li- I would have liked a reference to, um... To gremlins or something, because you have to tie something into it, because there there is some modern tech in this with like phone, cell phone. No, yeah, shit, no, right? yeah, so like, I, I'm expecting. That I, I, I full on like uh, believe that this is probably like last couple of years. Yeah. So it's just personally like it was it was like a gremlin or a goblin or something. Yeah. You know, it's just too matter of fact for me. Yeah, and also that's probably like what uh, like. Yeah, the name grabs you, like the Goblin of North, Northern Michigan. Yes. But that also kind of takes away, like, the, the, the mystery of, the, of, the, of what exactly... Because you know it's a goblin. Because you know it's a goblin in Northern Michigan. <laughs> like, and I mean, I like that name, because it grabs you, like, oh, the new Goblin of Northern Michigan. I'm going to read this and see what, the, what this is about. So, like, like, so that's not really, like, a problem, but it is kind of a problem in that, like, the, the creature in the story doesn't entirely fit a goblin's uh, description. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's fitting it, like, as you said, in the tense that it's a small, weird creature, so you would call it whatever. You'd call it... But it's not a goblin goblin. You'd call it a goblin, like a goblin thing, or something like that. Something, some kind of goblin. Like, some people refer to, like, chihuahuas as goblins, (laughs) because they're like little creepy little things. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like, oh, it's like some, or like, like, in E.T., like, uh, it's like some kind of goblin or leprechaun. Um, it's like, yeah. like that's what his bro- his bigger brother tells him when he's trying to describe ET in the cornfield. Yeah, like I um, guess. Yeah, I guess that's the problem. Like, it's too like, like yes, can be used as a term. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, it's it's a generic term, but it's also a specific term. It's also and I'm specific, thinking it's it, also been like told like uh, being told to us in the story that this is a goblin. Yes, mm-hmm. and this well, is like, this this is this narrator, this reader, this writer's. Um, version of a goblin is basically what we're out of story. This is this is what the writer has proposed what a goblin is in his in his story. Yeah. Um, in his world's in his story's world is this is what a goblin apparently is in uh, at least the north the northern Michigan goblin mm-hmm. subspecies of yeah. other goblin. Uh, yeah, like I was trying to say though, it's just I guess it's kind of weird because goblin is too too broad of a word. Yeah, it I, could yeah. either mean because I because. 
I read the title, I immediately thought, okay, it's going to be a little green man with pointy ears. That's a goblin. That's what I know a specific quote-unquote goblin when I first, is. When I first saw the, the title and started reading the story, that's what I was expecting to find. Yeah, so... But then we got this white furry thing, and then my, my instance, uh, again, like I had been reading up the playlist rules and stuff for, uh, for Goblin, um, and I was like, oh, so it's a woolly. Which yes. in, in Goblin is a ice is basically a northern or ice goblin, which, which I only learned about from that from that playtest. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, you you did the playtest and then you read the story. Where yes. I read the story. Yeah, um, so like yeah, and like honestly, like I, I and that was something that Greg put or, um, the the creator of Goblin, Greg uh, put into the uh, the story or basically to give us like a weird like. Northern, like, or uh, Canadian goblin, or like yeah. a northern goblin. Uh, <laughs> is that like, actually a, a type of goblin, though? Yeah. Oh, well, you mean like. Or did in, he in, make it up? I think he just made it up for the, oh, okay. for the game. Um, just because I don't. I've never really. Again, aside from Mogwais, I've never really seen goblins be furry. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple of trolls, thanks to the cinema snob and his. Yeah, that's another thing you could have called it. It's a little troll. Troll and goblin are two generic words, I guess. <laughs> but I'm repeating myself, so. Yeah, also, like, um, like they also sometimes are interchangeable only because of pop culture. Mm-hmm. Because, like, again, the troll movies. Like, Troll Troll 1 was a troll, and it was a big furry, like, or kind of half-furry, like, monster creature, or humanoid creature. And then in Troll 2, which was actually supposed to be goblin, yeah, because it was Nilbog, the mm-hmm. town they went to, which was goblin spelled backwards, and the creatures were all called goblins. And yeah, it's called troll too. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, again, pop culture has kind of it's like washed like, it out. Wa- yeah, you know? it, like it, it, it's a it's a fuzzy subject. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But anyways, so that all all that stuff happens, and then um, I have a quote again. Um, I didn't say a word to my grandmother when I returned. I didn't even awake her. Why does no one ever talk about creepypasta monsters? Why? It's not just creepypastas, though. It happens in, in, in other horror stories. Like, it's not just on the, in these short internet stories that get copied and pasted. It's in, like, mo- in novels well, like, and movies. No one ever wants to talk about the monsters they've seen because they're going to think they're crazy. Or they're just not going to believe them. It, it's, a, it's, it's a trope. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a legit trope or cliche of... You don't want to. You don't want to sound like you're insane, so you don't talk about it. Don't talk mm-hmm. about it. Don't uh, don't mention it. Just yeah. But when calm. when you not talking about it is putting someone else in physical danger, then you're being a dick. Yeah, mm. and that's again. And that's everyone right. is a dick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to horror not horror stories. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> if if they weren't if they weren't dicks or idiots, the plot wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that is a, a that not. Yes, I, no, I, I, I want to say it's a majority. Uh, not, I don't want to say it's a majority of, of horror writing, but it is kind of a a constant topic or constant theme yeah. in a lot of stories like that. Well, here's the yeah. two ways you can do to it. get the story rolling. Here's the two ways you can do it. You can make your character an idiot, so then the monster has no problem dealing, like getting them into the situation. Uh, or you make your character intelligent, and you just have to make the monster. Outsmart the person. I'll say. I'll say this. It's not that it's uh, like it's not common because of like it's it's um, to get the ball rolling necessarily. Like it's just like better, easier to get the ball. It's an easy way to do it. Like it because like if you make your character stupid, then it's easier to have the monster like 
get them or like to have that like narrative it's like oh well I just want to tell the story of this creature like bumping these guys yeah. I don't want to think too hard on how like why like they or how they could be smart enough and like not be able to get around this because they're supposed to get into this like the narrative basically it's a plot driving device that's easy to do, that's easier than trying to come up with a better explanation for okay. why good people get screwed up but my problem with this is after the goblin's already there and after the goblin's already chased her yeah. it's literally just the way that it ends, like, you tell her about it, warn her about it, <coughs> and then different outcomes can happen because of that, but yeah, it seems like everyone just, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. First rule about creepypasta monsters? Don't talk about Do not talk about creepypasta monsters. If, you, if you've seen them, do not talk about them. Yeah. No, I know. Like, that's like, just going to be a thing that's just always going to be just a thorn in my side. Yeah. Every, Every time they do it. So probably every time I'm on your show here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we don't talk about Sarah. You know we don't. It's just it's getting <laughs> yeah. more and more freaking annoying. <laughs> <sighs> right. anyways, at least she admits that she's putting her grandmother in yeah, danger. Yeah, at least she realizes mm-hmm. she's a horrible person. Mm-hmm. She yeah. accepts that. Yeah. Is that like someone who's a jerk, but they admit they're a jerk, so it's acceptable <laughs> that they're a jerk? I mean, it's not acceptable, but at least they, they admit that. They are. That doesn't make yeah. That yeah. <laughs> doesn't fix anything. No, I know. It's just yeah. Yeah. But that's the end of my notes. Okay. Yeah. Um. So wait, do you have something to say? No. Okay. Uh. So I guess recommendations. Um. I, I do want to actually recommend this one because it is it is a neat little like I like the I like the the it, it's it's a very simple storyline like I was able to basically run it down pretty quickly and pretty easily. Because at basic, it's just girl uh, go, uh, goes camp or basically girl goes in the woods, finds creature, nopes right out. Mm-hmm. So it's got a simplicity to it. Um, I like the creature, although like we've said, like there are good points about the story, but there are some issues. Would I recommend it? I'd still think I think I'd still recommend it, um, even despite the problems that we've had. Um, Although I would totally be down for this to like have like a spinoff where like you they she goes back she finally she does go back north and find, tries to rescue her grandmother at least to find out what's going on. But mm-hmm. as it is written, um, I think I'd still recommend it. Yeah, Mikey. All right. Well, mine's a two-third recommendation. Okay. Uh, because. If you go into it blind, like I did, I had Legend of Zelda stuck in my head the entire time I was reading it. Did that ruin it for you, though? It made it not as good as it could have been. Okay. If her Uh, name was, like, Mildred, you'd be fine? Yes. Yes, I would have been. But, anyway, getting into that. So, if you can get past the fact... That it's Grandma Zelda, mm-hmm. and not Princess Zelda. Yeah, it's Grandma <laughs> Princess Zelda. Or Princess Grandma Zelda. <laughs> then it, the story becomes, in my mind, better. And then if you take it one step further and just in your own head can and think that the goblin is actually the grandpa, yeah. it becomes a love story. <laughs> And it's entertaining. <laughs> Fair. But you so, gotta read between the lines to get that. Yeah, you gotta read between the lines to get that. So, or you need to listen to our episode and then reread this, or and then read the story for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so for me, going in blind, it wasn't as good as if 
I that name Zelda wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. It didn't um, bug me as much as it seemed to bug you in that commenter. Yeah. Well, it... I don't know. It, it distracted me enough that my mind wasn't as focused on the creepiness of the story that it could have been. I guess. And when I went back to reread parts of it, I was like, this is pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah. no, like, 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 like I, I was mentioning in my notes, it's like... There are definitely some creepy moments in the story, like again, like the tuft of fur that was in the in the cat's yeah. uh, mouth. And the tapping, um, the tapping was good. Uh, there are definitely like those, like there were good parts in the story, but they kind of get like they get a little overshadowed by some of the silliness in the story, mm-hmm. or by some of the the issues that come in this up in the story. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, again, a two third recommendation gotcha. from me. Oh, gamer Neil. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> Where's my phone? There we go. Um, well, you have this prepared speech on your phone. <coughs> Personally, <laughs> it's not bad. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, okay. This is why I say that. It has ups and it has downs, like yeah. what everyone's saying, but we're nitpicking. Oh, yeah. No, I feel like in this story, we're just like in the tree line, just picking nits out of the trees. Yeah, no, that's like, basically like, what's happening. Again, like I read this, like. A, a week ago or so, uh, for the first time, and like I was, I liked it enough to be inspired to do a to to uh, to base a, a scenario, a game scenario off. Yeah. And then when I reread it, I I really was really just like doing minor editing. Like yeah, that's really all my notes are, are just minor edits that just need to be fixed, and then the story will be better for it. But that's <laughs> but it's not too bad as it is. Exactly, like ninety percent of what we're saying. It's like minimal. Oh yeah, at minimal. Best. yeah. Like this is actually one of the first times where like our nitpicks and our grammar Nazisms and some of that are really just because we we're trying so hard to find something to talk yeah. about. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like it's it's it is a good story. It's just there are little things and like, mm-hmm. but they aren't like. It's not like it was a good story, but like the little things have basically over over uh, um, overpowered the awesome overpowered the, the goodness of the story. It's just like like little like. It's not like the story shrunk into the. <laughs> I, was, I was like trying to like encompass the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. It's it's like yeah, it's it's not like that. It's actually just that the, the it's it's a good story. There's just a few mosquito bites. Mm-hmm. Um, Is this my recommendation or yours? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, I, I, I don't mean to keep it. No, it's cool. Sorry. But yeah, it's got it's got pluses and minuses. Like plus, they named things. Thank you. <laughs> So we don't have narrator man woman and grandma narrator man woman. <laughs> um, uh, the environment descriptions were good. I didn't have a problem with them being all said that's nice, but it's creepy. Like I, it's just like again at the beginning. There's some contradictory things. Yeah. That, like it just rubbed me the wrong way when I was reading it. For sure. Yeah. Then the creepy window tapping was awesome. I liked how there was progression over the years, but on the downside, the year that's up until. The phone and such at the end, the actual year that's taking place is somewhat assumed. Like, because Zelda was there, immediately I'm like, okay, there's goblins and there's Princess Zelda. This is Medieval Times. And then later on that changed. But it's in Northern Michigan. It's More- Medieval Times in Northern Michigan. Shut up. It's a store. <laughs> okay. Like, that's... Uh, well, it's, it's the same with uh, with Mikey here, because... Because we got ruined by Zelda, I it immediately like even though it's Northern Michigan, it put my head in medieval times. Mm-hmm. Okay, it just did that to me. Yeah, but uh, other downsides because of the way that I read the description of the goblin, it seemed harmless to me because it's so tiny. Yeah, I will give you this: it, it like 
to me, the story kind of ha- has a bit of a modern fairy tale aspect to it. And I don't know if it's because of the name, the, the name of the, the of the grandmother, and the fact that we're dealing with the goblin, and the fact that it's all taking place apparently in a in a secluded forest in northern Michigan. Yeah. Which, when I think of Michigan, I'm sorry, but I think of the industrial hellscape that is Detroit. Even though that is not the entire state of Michigan, <laughs> maybe it is. We would. Well, no, Michigan, Michigan itself, like, is legitimately like either. It, from what I've been told, it's 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 uh, when it's not. Like urban sprawl, like in, in all the different cities, because it's not just Detroit. There's Grand Rapids, like we said. Yeah. I've actually looked up, like I've looked at Michigan a couple of times because of it, it comes up a couple of times in our show, uh, in stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like there's Traverse City, which is also mentioned in the story, mm-hmm. um, and like there are large urban pockets in Detroit or in in, in Michigan. <laughs> but um, apparently, from what I've been told, it's primarily also like it's heavily wooded and heavily swamped. Okay, like it's woods and swamps, and then urban sprawl. Mm-hmm. So, like, there is, like, wilderness... It, it, when it's not wilderness, it's just urban. Like, but... Yeah. Yeah, so, like, this one, like, it, it's in Michigan, so there's a modernness to it um, because of that. But the the setting itself that's presented in the story, it feels kind of almost like a fantasy or a fairy tale thing. I, yeah. I, I understand where you guys are coming from, actually, with yeah. the medieval times, because there's... Uh, an enchantment to it, like it almost has like kind of an enchantedy feel. It's a little mystical. A, a, yeah, exactly. Like a dark enchanted kind of feel to it. Like mm-hmm. the woods themselves are kind of described as like an enchanted little forest, or like yeah. a, like the, the the lakeside like beach and stuff of like that. Like mm-hmm. she's living just inside a cookery uh, forest. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Or Lake Hylia. Yeah. yeah. That too. Both. All right. So, and, um, yeah, the only other downsides I got is, like, the first real creepypasta monsters is here, uh, Kitty Death, is, that's never nice in my books, yeah, I mean, and it's a goblin because reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm not really, I'm not entirely a fan, I'm never a fan of, like, animal death at all in, in stories, especially when it's a pet. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, it is an effective way to, like, to, um... Unnerve the the reader. Yes, and that's the whole um, reason of doing this. You're trying reader, to yeah. be creeped out and unnerved. And actually, they don't do it too badly. Like they don't like do it like oh, like we, we don't see like how the cat was killed. No, and some of that. Which so is nice. it's but, tasteful. Oh, and, and actually, and I actually, and actually was soon, like honestly, I got a little shiver of dread when we when I read the part about the black tuft of fur. I was like, oh, yeah. Like so, it's not just that, that it's assumed the cat's form and the cat's gone somewhere else. It's that you know, it's straight. Like we now have evidence that the cat has been killed. Or I didn't catch on to that that early. Oh yeah, okay. No, uh, it seemed I, it seemed pretty. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how much of this is just me because I read the story and then I read it again like a week later, and mm-hmm. like I'm not sure how my first impressions. I can't remember how my first impressions were, but I'm pretty sure I kind of caught on that it was that the goblin had taken over the cat's form. Well, I was spoiled on that because we did the uh, the yeah, goblin did, game, so I did going in. Yeah. Although the tuft of fur. Uh, it is just that a tuft of fur. It doesn't say it looked like it was from a cat. It also doesn't say where where it is on the cat. Like I I, I kind of just immediately no. He's talking are... about how the cat came back the very next day. No no no. The cat came back. <laughs> <laughs> he was a goner, but he had a, a tuft of fur in his in his mouth. It, yeah, actually never said, it actually never says that it's in its mouth. So like I, it could have been in like its claw or like because I don't know. It just. But for all we know, it, it could have attacked a bear. Okay. Just, or a coon. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're brownie, but it could be... They got black and black. Yeah. Uh, or a skunk. They didn't mm-hmm. smell. 
But anyways, we're going way off topic. Okay, so yeah. bottom line, we all kind of liked the story. I'm giving it a 50-50. So you're giving it a 50-50. Be- specifically because... I got so put off with the monster size and the um, yeah the, the, the first rule of creepypasta monsters. That, yeah, that, that that monster size I do agree should probably be uh, like at least give us a reference. Yes, of some kind. Like yeah. you're, you are recalling this, so you should be able to come up with some kind of uh, yeah. Like because otherwise, again, like wait, so you were trying to outrun a brownie basically, or like a yeah. or, a, or a troll doll size thing, yeah. <laughs> or a Smurf. Like you know, there's there's one thing you <laughs> do, <laughs> just punt. Exactly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first actual realistic I mean, response that, you would have. Also, is to be fair, it's like it's a goblin. Like that's basically like again another response to like it, it's kind of the nature of a goblin to be just punted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I get uh, I get what you mean with that. Um, yep. So yeah, okay. So basically, kind of unsteadily recommend. And yes. With, like with 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 multiple qualifications. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but still, it's going towards the side of yes, not the towards the oh. side of no. So you're saying it's the higher 50%. 51%. For me. Yeah. Alright, so that was the story we did. So, yeah. Um, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. Whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Um, we're on Twitter um, at Mikey's at the East Stands for Evil. I'm at Review Cultist. The Gamer in Yellow is on Xbox Live at Gamer the Gamer in Yellow, but without the W because Microsoft hates them. I gotta yell at them at one point about that. <laughs> um, you can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also send us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Like we said earlier, uh, the drunk, our friends at the Drunk and the Ugly podcast are kickstarting a new RPG game called Goblin. Uh, G-O-B-B-L-I-N apostrophe. Basically, the premise is that um, generic fantasy world had goblins. Uh, goblins were getting annoying, so the fantasy world kicked them out of their universe and into an alternate one. The alternate universe is a post-apocalyptic Earth, uh, I think after World War IV. So there's a bunch of crazy tech, but not a lot, no, barely any humans left, if at all. It's Fallout-like. So, yeah, it's basically Fallout-like. Um, and so basically, it's, ma- it's, it's goblins from a fantasy world... But the setting is Fallout, and there's uh, basically you just get into crazy shenanigans. It's very rules light, very uh, streamlined system. Uh, it's an original system. I think it uses D12s, uh, which is greatly appreciated. Yeah, because so not collecting dust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not collecting dust in your bag yeah. or in the uh, little tube. Um, it's a fun. It's a fun system. Uh, it's a beer and pretzels kind of game. Um, I ran. We've play tested a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've run it. Like I said, I ran a scenario based off of this creep bus, uh, and uh, you can check that out at our Patreon, Aldente Rigamortis Patreon. Uh, I will leave that. I'll, I'll have that posted free for anybody, not just patrons, uh, so you can get a taste of the sh- of the gameplay as well as a taste for what we have on our show, on our uh, Patreon for content for uh, backers. Uh, as always, for our patrons that are supporting us. Thank you. It means a lot. You're keeping our hosting uh, hosting bills at bay. And uh, if you would like to become a patron, just go to Patreon and choose the uh, tier you'd like to back us at. $2 tier gets a couple of uh, special epi- special uh, shows. Uh, $5 gets early access plus um, a uh, special show from uh, Mikey, the Sense for Evil, and the Gamer in Yellow. Would you guys like to explain what you're... Uh, 
We're going to plug our show here. Your $5 show? Oh, my $5 show. The show that you have on the $5 tier? All right, I believe that's the reloaded one, right? Yes. Yes. No, that's Revelations. No, Revelations is for $2. That's two. Yeah. All right. So, uh, El Dente Reloaded. Yes. Oh, I should have had one ready. (laughs) I got got you covered. Thanks. Uh, Where we rediscuss those pastas most creepy and most pasta again for the first time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're essentially going through all of the creepypastas that uh, Review Cultists and Dr. Leviathan reviewed in the early years, back before we were here to mm-hmm. experience that. Back when, before you guys were recurring hosts. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, basically just more different opinions on on previous stories. Yummy, yummy um, ketchup for the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there's that stuff to look forward to, um, mm-hmm. and we do post like other things. Like we post actual plays on the on the Patreon, uh, occasionally. Uh, we post uh, special episodes like Al Dente Rigamortis goes to the movies um, mm-hmm. on occasion when we have the time to do them. Uh, also, just Patreon special things like if we go to a convention, we'll usually do a quick episode about like what the convention was like and some of that what we found. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the two dollar tier, we're doing Al Dente uh, Revelations. Ah yes, where me and Mikey. Re-listen to your your previous video to see if we what we agree with and what we disagree with, and see if we potentially have a revelation that changes the whole thing. Let, let, let's face it, you guys basically riff tracks episode. Or, I yeah, like so, my description better. <laughs> you, you 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 riff and comment on coming to give us commentary on our previous episode. Well, it's like if you kind of splice your episode and our reloaded and revelations all together, it's almost like we were all there. Yeah. So basically, we're we're starting to get a lot of like we're we're starting to get some new content for the Patreon. Um, so yeah, you can go check that out. And again, um, if you, uh, I'll leave a, a link in the description for Drunk and the Ugly podcast because they are bros, um, and their Kickstarter for Goblin, uh, either at the point of this posting or when it goes up, I will add it to our description and yeah, go check it out. Uh, it's a fun game. Um, support it please. So, um, Yeah. Uh, don't think I have to actually cover anything else, so uh, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been El Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Basically, just describing you. <laughs> yes, I am inside the monolith. Ooh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> inside in what regard? <laughs> Is it monolith like your girlfriend or something? Or you never know. You are a celestial being, stars. We're making a 2001. That's nice reference. I'm aware. <laughs> are you responsible for the space fetus? No.
Unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Alright, ready to go? I believe so. Okay, wait. 